This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 211, baby. Oh, yeah. And in today's episode, we have a monster. Not an actual monster, I mean a monster of an episode, a huge episode, a massive episode. Because if you follow Rock and Roll English on Instagram or Facebook, you will have seen that Mrs. R&R is pregnant. And if you don't follow Rock and Roll English on social media, what are you doing? Like, really, what are you doing? It's all one story. The podcast, Facebook, Instagram, together, it's all one story. So make sure you do follow it. But another person from the Rock and Roll English crew or the Rock and Roll English team, if you want, is also pregnant. So there are going to be a lot of R&R babies in the world very soon. So we have a chat about all things pregnancy, about whether we are expecting boys or girls, but in true rock and roll English style with crazy, ridiculous stories. So I won't talk any longer. Here is the episode. Remember to go to rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 211 for the show notes. I will speak to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Clarification, Charlie. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Almost nervous for today because this podcast is going to be so big. A monster episode, if you wow. will. Yeah, that's that's. We've, we've got a lot to live up to now, so we've set the expectations <laughs> high. I always try and set expectations low, actually, so I don't know why I did that. Okay, oh, it's going to be a rubbish no. episode, yeah. so nobody listen. But yes. we do have lots to get through, so lots of things to, gov- to cover. So let's be professional and start with the way we usually do, which is... With a review. Do you think we have a review? Yes. Yeah, because I'm sort of holding my phone about to read the review and I think maybe yes. you can see that. So, yes, we do. Um, it's actually a review which um, came in a while ago, which I didn't see. And it's from Dmitry Klimov. Sorry, as always, for the pronunciation. It's quite a long one. So get yourself ready. It says, um, do you think we have a review? Yes, we do, baby. Oh, yeah. Five <laughs> stars. A Facebook review. Not iTunes, unfortunately. Never mind. Um, but still five stars. And that's what matters most. Um, So I've been listening to this podcast for quite a while now, and I must admit that without any shadow of a doubt, this podcast is not the worst. Um, (laughs) He does then say um, he was only kidding. So that's good. Martin Johnston, the man behind the mic, has tons of stupid, quite often embarrassing, sometimes self-deprecating, but nevertheless, (laughs) absolutely hilarious stories about penises, poops, farts, alcohol and throwing up. Fun fact. (laughs) Martin paid 50 quid for the real people, real English voiceover. What an idiot. I did actually do that. I mentioned that on an episode once, how the intro of that real English, real people. I did pay $50, though, I think. Um, And it says from time to time, however, he tries to discuss more serious things like language learning, culture exchange. But every time it ends up making me laugh my arse off and almost falling off my bike. Um, (laughs) So that that's good tonight to know that when I try to be serious, people start laughing. But never mind. 
But you know what? That's exactly what makes learning so easy because our brain doesn't realize it's learning. You're just constantly having fun and then boom, you realize that your listening and comprehension skills have increased. It's worth to mention as well that Martin's stories are stuffed with real useful phrases, idioms and real colloquial language. I don't know how I could live without so many important phrases like brick shithouse or to go on the piss or my all time favourite to get shit faced. All very important rock and roll vocabulary. Um, but Martin is not a lone ranger. He has a whole gang who help him remember all the embarrassing shit from good old college days and the following years and have a good old laugh at or with him. So the real stars of this show, Hellraiser, Go Uganda, Dan the Man, also known as Boring Dan, Boom Boom Cannon, nothing much to say, Corporal Coma, his accent is the worst. There is a girl, I forgot her name, and then in brackets it says... I heard she is hot, though. So <laughs> I think that's you, clarification, Charlie. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Because it didn't start so good because they couldn't remember your name. But then, you know, she's hot. So that's OK. It has, it has been a while. Yeah. Um, posh DJ, fitness trainer with chiseled ass. An American girl with an American accent, a bunch of English teachers and language experts and many more. OK, let's be serious now. I really respect your effort, dedication and hard work behind the curtains. This podcast makes my day every day. Thanks to Martin and all of his friends and keep on rocking, baby. Ah, what a wonderful review. What a wonderful review indeed. So thank you very much for that, Dmitry Klimov. And sorry again, as always, for the pronunciation. So on to today's show, Clarification Charlie. Do you know what we're talking about? I think I have a little idea, yes. Yes, um, because today is the pregnancy pod. Um, because Clarification Charlie is expecting mini Clarification Charlie number two. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. Um, and as I mentioned, um, obviously, baby rock and roll English is also on the way. Um, so being the expert you are, Clarification Charlie, <laughs> your second pregnancy, you're already a mum. OK, I thought yeah. I could... Pick your brain. So to pick your brains to like get some advice from you, um, share some of my experiences, see if they're similar to yours and just yeah. just jam about pregnancy. OK, I get a bit nervous when when people sort of say they want advice because I just don't feel like I mean, she's still alive after three and a half years. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's the sign of a great mother, isn't it? Like, are you a good mother? Well, my daughter's still alive. I've kept her alive for three and a half years now. That What a wonderful mother. Um, well, you're definitely more of an expert than me. Um, so I thought we could start from the start of this pregnancy stuff. Yeah. Um, so to start with a period of when you and your husband, you and your wife say, let's try for a baby. That is such a great period. I had a great time. Oh, God, it was so good. It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Some some of um some of my friends got pregnant pretty much like first month and their husbands were so disappointed. Yeah, that's it. You want it you want it to last longer. You want to say like, oh god, it's such you know, because I think generally men have the attitude of like they, you know, always want to. So then it's great having a woman to say like, you know, do you want to do that thing that makes babies? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Again, again, yeah, sure, yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> So 
so that was a fantastic period. Um, yeah. And then you get, you know, you find out that's exciting. There's a, a bit of, you know, peeing on sticks and that kind of stuff. Some of that. Um, and then we went to the doctor. And then that's when the party started to sort of dampen a bit. So it started to go down because the doctor says, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't you can't eat this. You can't drink. I suppose this is worse for the women. You'll tell me. Clarification, yeah. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, it's such a yeah. hard time for you as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, in fact, I do feel bad every time I go out with Mrs. R&R and I get a beer and she says, oh, I would love to have a gin and tonic. And I sort of say... <laughs> Yeah, I do feel bad, but I'm just going to continue drinking my beer because (laughs) this is great. Um, But the the thing that was not good was the doctor then said to us, I didn't know this is normal. This might just be in Italy. But she said, basically, don't do the thing that helped the baby arrive. So to stop, you know, doing that. Yeah. So like I said, I'd gone from the best period of my life to doing that thing very regularly to not doing it at all and it's just from like one day to the next it's just boom everything changed wow i've I've not i've never heard that one before well this is what they said here and let me tell you it was like i would imagine if you're uh, a drug addict okay and you're taking lots of drugs then you just have to stop to to go cold turkey there's a nice expression so you take it and then just from one day to the next boom you're not doing anything anymore they talk about the term, don't they, from feast to famine, to go from having it all the time to having nothing. Okay, a, a fantastic R and R term there. I didn't know that term actually, yeah. but that's exactly that's exactly what it that's exactly what it is. Um, then you go to the you have to tell people. Um, that's always like your heart starts beating, like you have to tell you like your mum stuff yeah. like that, your friends. And I mean, I had varying responses. I said to one of my friends, I've got some news. And one friend said, you're not going to prison, are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, l- luckily, the answer was no to Good. to yeah. that question. Um, so that's all really exciting. And then the sickness comes, doesn't it? Yeah. Clarification, Charlie. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been more fortunate, I think, than others in the respect that mm. I just felt like hungover every day. So. Well, at least you had lots of practice of being hungover yeah. in the past. So like True. you know how to, to cope with that, yeah. so to cope with it, to deal with it. True, but um, you don't get the you don't get the high before, do you? So what's really <laughs> annoying is you don't have the fun time the night before. You just wake up with the hangover yeah. that doesn't go. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. I ate a lot of beige food in the first few months to like... Okay try and make myself feel better okay so like beige food like with no flavor just like yeah you know, just... like chips crisps oh bread. right <laughs> like the actual beige in color as well oh right sorry i thought you meant like beige as in nothing exciting okay yeah no i couldn't really like stomach much else that and okay. satsumas okay really. nice yeah. okay so nice vocabulary there as well i couldn't stomach it like because it was too much for my stomach yeah. um yeah, Mrs. R and R has suffered um, quite badly with this. I mean, at the beginning, she said, uh, "I'm feeling sick," and I thought, "Oh yeah, of course you do." Like, do do I believe this? I'm not a hundred percent sure that you you are really sick. I think you're just saying this because you're pregnant. And then I noticed that she was physically being sick with her head in the toilet quite a lot, quite regularly. And I thought, you know what? I think this pregnancy thing's true that they do actually. Uh, <laughs> 
feel <laughs> feel sick. Um, but w- we did this thing called team vomit. So my job in the team, I mean, she had the main role in the team, obviously. Of, obviously. Yeah. But my, my role was like providing water, flushing the chain and do, <laughs> doing all of this. It was quite a functional team. Oh, we, lover. But um, we seem to be out of the woods now, which is a nice term to say. Like, like it's she hasn't been sick for like, I think, two weeks now. It's like an oh, anniversary. Hey, well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, Yeah. So then as well, I needed some other advice, some experts. So I bought a lot of books um, about being a dad, stuff like pregnancy. I think I bought too many books, to be honest. Um, (laughs) There's no way I'm going to read all of them, but I've I've got them. Um, One of the books I read actually said that um, men actually get sickness too, because it sort of rubs off on the man. So when it rubs off on the man, it's like, because you see... (sighs) Like your wife or your husband or your loved one being sick. So the man feels sick as well. So, you know, I said to Mrs. R&R, yeah, you're suffering, but I'm suffering too. Okay. You poor thing. You poor, poor thing. (laughs) Honestly. Um, Yeah. So it was a difficult period for me, but I'm okay. Clarification, Charlie. Okay. I know you're worried. I can see in your face. (laughs) But, uh, they do joke, don't they, that, that men put on um, sympathy weight as well. They're like, oh, yeah, I put on a bit of baby weight too. Like oh, the right. sympathy, the sympathy eating. Yeah. So don't don't worry if you put on a bit of weight, you know, it's 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 allowed apparently in pregnancy well, for men as well. To, to be fair, I've been trying to put on weight all of my life and it just hasn't really worked. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to put on some sympathy weight, some pregnancy weight. I would love to have a baby, me, so then I can... Put... <laughs> Then I might reach the weight I've been trying to reach for the last 20 years. But, uh, you know, I, I can keep dreaming. But um, And then you get to the point, do you want to find out if it's a boy or a girl? You told me you're you're having a boy. That's right, yes. isn't it? So you've got yes. a complete set now. Boy in a... Well, you've, the first mini clarification, Charlie, Charlie is a girl. Now we've got yes. a boy. Complete set. Complete yeah, set. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we've got, got, got one of each. Yeah. Hopefully, like it's one of those things. We've been going through all our baby stuff, and we've just given it away to um, my sister-in-law, who's mm. about to have a girl in about four days' time. Mm. But I just hope they have got it right, and it is a boy. Because if it comes out a girl, <laughs> you can't ask for your stuff back. I can know. You? I've just given it all away. <laughs> so I really do hope they have got it right. But apparently, it's quite hard to say a boy, like to misdiagnose a boy. So. Okay. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, because, of course, yeah. you can see it. Yeah, yeah got exactly. it. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Um, yeah, because that that's always awkward. I've been there in the past, <laughs> giving, some, giving someone something and then wanting it back and thinking, can I ask for that back? <laughs> uh, so, especially they, they've got a young baby and then you say, you know, would you know all that stuff I gave you? Can can I just have that back, please? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, for, for this... Um, Mrs. R&R and I didn't want to find out. Well, I say we, more I didn't want to find out. I, I said it was like a Kinder Egg. Yeah, I think Kinder Eggs are internationally known. A little egg of chocolate and inside there's a toy, right? Yeah. But the, the surprise is the toy. Like it's always a great surprise of the toy. <laughs> no one's interested in the chocolate. It's just like, let's see this surprise. So I said, like, let's not find out. And then as the months sort of coming on, Mrs. R&R was saying, mm, like, should we find out? So literally just yesterday, we went we went to a doctor. And um, so then we said, OK, let's put it in an envelope and then we'll see, you know, 
we'll see if we want to open it. He put it in the envelope. We came home. And then obviously, so today, Mrs. R and R, the first thing she said when she woke up is, let's find out. So I said, <laughs> right. Okay, like, because I can't do this for much longer. I keep saying no, no, no. So we went outside. So we said, right, okay, let's go to the sea and open it there. You know, Aww. really romantic. We went to this little place in the sea, like sort of a bit off track. So like, off the beaten track, not where people go. We started walking down the rocks and we realized actually that's where we had some wedding photos taken. This was all complete Aww. coincidence as well. So we thought this is perfect, really romantic. It was a little kind of cave, no one there. So we said, right, are we ready? My heart's beating at this point really, really fast. Mine is, I want to know. Yeah, open the bag and then she's looking in the bag and then I, I know she's looking for a few seconds at this point. And then she said, I think I've lost it. And I said, oh, are you fucking joking? <laughs> so this envelope, we couldn't find the envelope, the envelope oh from the doctor where he God. had written if it was a boy or girl. Went back to the car. I was looking under the car, looking around the rocks. Has it fallen out of the bag? We went home. Again, I was looking on the floor, literally on the floor. Oh People looking God. at me thinking, what is this crazy person doing? When came home, then we did find it. And then we had to go back. Oh, no. And went back, and it's a baby girl. Ah! Yep, it's a oh! baby girl. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh. Yep. Uh, oh, yep. Um, exciting stuff. My, my first reaction was, what am I going to do with a girl? <laughs> I don't know about girls. And I'll tell you this. This is this is mental, this next story, right? Just a day, a day before, like, well, like two, three days ago, I dreamt, right? I had this crazy dream that um, I was with P.T. Tej, actually, who, clarification, Ooh. Charlie knows, TJ, yes. our Love friend Teej. from university. Yeah. And me and him were holding hands and um, <laughs> we were about to find out the sex of our baby. So <laughs> I was having a baby with P.T. Tej, um and they told us it was going to be a girl. And in the dream, I remember looking at him and I remember thinking, what the fuck are me and you going to do with a girl? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know about makeup and tying hair and all the rest of this stuff. <laughs> and I remember thinking, this is going to go really badly. Um, and then I woke up and then I was very happy that Mrs. R&R was next to me. And P.T. Teej is not the mother of my child. <laughs> um so oh, that's so lovely though so oh. yeah gonna have a girl which yeah well you, you're good with hair so you know yeah, I'm, I'm not really though am i like you know when you have to what is it called a french plait or something oh, like that when i can't even do that don't worry so all, all of that kind of stuff my nieces um so i've got two nieces my brother's girls um, were extremely excited when we told them and they said, yeah, we're going to give her loads of makeup and all of this. And I was thinking, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I always love makeup and earrings and all like sparkly stuff on my face. That's going to be great. Yeah, perfect. It's so funny. My daughter's exactly the same. It's like, it's one of those things because I'm not what I'd say particularly girly girl. Like I'm not mm. into sort of loads of like, pink and sparkles and that sort of thing but it is just her life you know yeah. disney mm. princesses anything mm. fairy sparkles everything has to be pink like all different variations of pink yeah. 
it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I love Disney princesses as well, so uh, (laughs) that's going to be great. I, I about finding out all of these Disney princesses. Um, but you can get them into, you know, my husband does does quite a good job. But Felicity did actually really like rugby from quite a young age. She quite enjoys <laughs> sort of watching that. And she plays with dinosaurs yeah. and she loves okay. trains. And, okay, yeah. You know, she loves Land Rovers, which is um, like my husband's passion. And so okay. nice there car. is, you know, there's, uh, yeah. But tell me, how happy was Mr. Clarification Charlie when you found out there's a, there's a boy are, are you going to try and get the your uh, boy into uh disney princesses and sparkles <laughs> and stuff like maybe. that maybe we'll see i don't know i don't know see it's quite funny because having gone through it once with a girl it's going to feel very strange doing it mm. again with a boy yeah um but but yeah i'm sure it'd be absolutely fine it's because will mr clarification charlie sorry he um when we found out it was a we were kind of before we found out he was quite happy to have another girl because he thought oh for felicity to have a sister it's really nice you know we've done it all before and he was thinking practically like we've already got loads of girl stuff (laughs) cost less money cost less yeah (laughs) we've got to buy anything else (laughs) it's fine um but actually like when he found out it was a boy he just thought actually it's really lovely i think he's looking you know to the future and things they could do together and that sort of thing so Exactly, yeah. exactly. But the important thing is that the baby is healthy, obviously. Exactly. That's the that's the important thing. Absolutely. Um, and another fantastic thing about this whole pregnancy thing. So last week, we went to a shopping centre to, to actually look for some baby stuff as well, driving there. And I noticed right at the front, because it was quite busy, it was a Sunday shopping centre, all of that. Right at the front, there was a sign for like the best car parking space. And it said for like disabled and pregnant people. And I yes. thought, yes, we can go in that place because Mrs. R&R is pregnant. Um, and so we parked there. I was happy just to stay in the car park and just... <laughs> Just look at the car parking space. That for me was amazing. I was like, "This is this is a great day." I yeah. can just. I, I took a picture actually. I, I would actually post the picture of. <laughs> I was like, "Look, just stand there. I'll take a picture of you with the sign." Um, so this is beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it was an amazing day. We, well, I don't know whether you have it over there as well. We have toddler spaces here, which is next to disabled. So it's disabled okay. and parent and child, parent and toddler, okay. which is right very close to the the wider spaces. So there's mm. lots of room to open your door and get out. Oh, and also they're very close to the to the entrances. Mm. And it's just amazing. So like toddler is sort of like two, three, isn't it? But what, what's the cutoff point? Is it? Is it what, what? What's toddler age? Is it one, two, two, three? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Some say parent and child. So I, I okay. take that okay. to be quite far. Yeah. That's but fine. the one That's I was fine. in today is a parent and toddler, and I was mm. like, "Oh, wow. three and a half is she still a toddler? Is that against the law?" Yeah, I think so. I think to, until, until they start school, they're a toddler. Okay. That's what I, that's what I'm going with. You anyway. have to bring some kind of document to show if someone yeah. stops you. Is, like, is she really a toddler? She's a toddler. She's a toddler. She's yeah, a toddler. Exactly. Um, oh. And something we actually bought again in that shopping centre, Mrs. R and I had seen this thing because she's always on the internet now of looking at different things to like buy and do and all yeah. of these things. Um, and she saw this necklace that you can get with a kind of like little bell on it, which like comes down to your stomach. And apparently the baby hears this bell. And then when the baby is born, you've got this bell and it reminds the baby of being in the stomach and makes the baby sort of Calmer. relaxed. Yeah. The problem is she's walking around with a bell on her constantly. And it's, it's like having a dog. 
at home because I just hear, can you just stop walking because that bell is quite annoying it that is, is quite brilliant. annoying that is amazing yeah I did think about that yeah you feel like an animal don't you walking around with a bell yeah. around your neck um, yeah. I mean, she, she loves it um, but I can't say I can't say, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of this <laughs> of this necklace that that she's got. But You've got a few more months to go as well, haven't you? So you'll be hearing that for a while now. Ex- exactly. That's what I thought. Should have bought this at like I don't know seven months, some, something <laughs> something like that. Um, anyway, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you about this clarification, Charlie. And I'm sure I will be coming to you for lots more advice. Oh, well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we will see indeed. Yeah. Oh, it's good to talk to you anyway. It's good been lovely. Good to talk to you too and speak to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Martin. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was me and Clarification Charlie talking about all things pregnancy. So let's have a look at that rock and roll English vocabulary. We had um, at the beginning, we've got a lot to live up to now when I said it was going to be like a really big episode. So that's when you set expectations high and you have to match the expectations. Um, I said I thought I could pick her brains. So to pick someone's brains is to like get advice from them, let's say. Um, Then I said when we went to the doctor, the party started to dampen a bit. So dampen actually means to make something a bit wet. Like if it's damp outside, it's wet. But in this context, it's like for feelings of excitement, let's say, to go away, to become less strong. Um, Clarification, Charlie gave us the term from feast to famine. So feast is like a big dinner. Famine is when you don't eat any food. So we were talking about when you have something a lot and then you don't have it. Um, I said that Clarification, Charlie knows how to cope with it. So she knows how to cope. She knows how to manage it. She also mentioned that she just couldn't stomach any other food. So if you can't stomach it, your stomach is just not ready. Like if I said to you, do you want to have, I don't know, a curry at six o'clock in the morning when you've just woken up, you would probably say, oh, I don't know if I can stomach it. Um, I also said that we are out of the woods now in the sense when I was talking about Mrs. R&R being sick, she's not being sick anymore. So we're out of the woods. We're past that bad period or well, let's hope so um i also said that s- the sickness rubs off on men so if something rubs off on you it's because you're close to it and you see it so much and then it starts happening to you too um and then to find out whether we were having a boy or a girl we went down these rocks in the beach at the beach sorry um and it was a bit off the beaten track so a place where people don't really go because it was difficult to arrive there The beaten track is the place where everyone goes. But when you go, you know, off that track, you go to like more secluded places, let's say. Then we were talking about toddlers, like the age between one to three. We weren't really sure about this specific age, but that's the kind of age of a toddler. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to go to rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 211. I will see you all again in two weeks, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.